Hi, this is Pastor Emily McGinley from Urban Village Church, Hyde Park, Woodlawn. If you've been to UVC, you'll know that we seek to be three things, bold, inclusive, and relevant. We know that there are countless folks across the country and out there in podcast land like yourself, seeking a message that will bring insight, hope, encouragement, and joy as we do this thing called faith. Please consider making a financial gift to help us with this work of inspiring, equipping, and sending out agents of gospel life and inclusive love. Just go to www.urbanvillagechurch.org forward slash give. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Our passage today comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. Listen for what God is saying to you. Nearby shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood up before them. The Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel praising God. They said, Glory to God in heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what's happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. When they saw this, they reported what had been told about this child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. May God add a blessing to the hearing and living out of this scripture. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. My pronoun is he, him, his. I'm serving Urban Village Church South Loop and Edgewater as a site pastor. I'm the one who already living under the new step structure. I can say it's pretty tough, but it will be fine. So welcome all of you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is our love, who is peace, who is joy. And I always open my message with the very specific praise. So I prepared this one. So. All right, God is good all the time. It's pretty simple, so you can follow it. All right, so our South Loop people can help you. You guys ready? All right, let's try. God is good. All the time. All the time. We are also good. All right, it's totally fine. You're not ready to speak it out that we are also good. Really? Ah, let me think about it. I did this. I did this. I cannot say that, but you are good. Because you are created by the image of God, who is good all the time. So you are good. Amen? Amen. So there are many signs that we can notice the change of seasons, especially Christmas season. So do you have any idea about it, the sign of Christmas coming? Where do you find it, the sign? From all. From all. All right. That's Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. All right. One day, suddenly, a radio station played all kinds of Christmas carol, especially Mariah Carey, right? That's true. How about you, Gary? Uh, the Christmas flies in the city. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, true. We can find these signs from the retail store, especially kids' section. You can see it. Oh, 
please, please buy me for your kids, and, and you can find it. And people quickly change their home decoration from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So we can find it. As a newbie of Chicago area, the Christ Kindle Market, is a correct name? Chris Kindle. Chris Kindle Market is newly added on my list of signs of Christmas coming. As you know, we have a regular staff meeting every Tuesday morning at Chicago Temple. One cold Tuesday morning, I just found this Christmas market at the right across of Chicago Temple building. It just suddenly showed up in one night. <laughs> so if you haven't visited this place, this market, I recommend to look around this place. There are so many vendors where you can find really beautiful decorations and, and some ornament. And you can taste some their hot chocolate with very special mug cup. It's only $9 with chocolate and mug. <laughs> By the way, I'm not advertising about it, but just try it. I did, and it's really nice. <laughs> there is only one problem. It's quite crowded. So I couldn't stay long enough to look around that place. But there was only one place with no one. So I was able to take this picture without any interruption. Can you see it? I don't know why, but many people feel some kind of holiness or spirit from that place. So there's nobody near the nativity scenes. This nativity display would be the most significant sign for me that I can notice, oh, Christmas is coming. What's the best nativity display that you've never seen, you've ever seen? It could be a glittering luxury one that we can find at Macy's, Chicago, you can find it, or a small and rugged wooden one that you received from your grandparents. And this is ours. Could you show me another one? All right. This is our nativity display that we used to set up with the Christmas tree at my home. And most of the time, my wife, Bian, is mainly in charge of our home decoration, but I always try to participate in Christmas decoration because it is the only thing that I can do during the Christmas without any step meeting or any email communication. I can do that, so I did it. What do you think? Is it so beautiful, right? I took this picture last week for today's sermon. So I really want to share this picture about nativity scene with you guys. Then I found something wrong. Did you notice anything? Oh, no, 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 not this one. Let's say it is. Did you find anything wrong? No animals? Pardon? No animals? No animals? All right, don't be serious. It's not a test. It's not an exam, so <laughs> relax. This is a preaching, you know. So you can see baby Jesus, right? Joseph and Mary and the mage, three wise men, and the shepherd. There was no shepherd whom I've, I'm supposed to preach about this morning. 
I was in panic and screamed. Where is our shepherd? My shepherd. I put them in the box last year for sure. Somebody messed up. Somebody messed up. For your information, we don't have any children. Just Viang and myself. Somebody messed up. I'm not. Last three weeks, we have met different witnesses of Jesus' birth. The angel, the King Herod, and the Magi, and Mary and Joseph. While we have seen the birth of Jesus through the various lenses, we are able to rethink about the meaning of Jesus' coming, his first coming and second coming. And today, we are going to borrow the perspective of the shepherds who were the outcasts and the lowly, who used to be forgotten from our community. We might discover the meaning of Jesus' coming is the love that can change everything from the shepherd's view. As a shepherd did, please come and witness the birth of Jesus because it is an event for everyone. It is an event for shepherd. It is an event for all of you, the people from South Loop and High Park Woodlawn and Edgewater and Wicker Park. Maybe River Forest too. You ready? Among the various nativity stories, the writer of the Gospel of Luke delivered this message, this good news through the shepherd. In the Gospel of Matthew, the Magi came from the east to worship the king of the Jews. They had been studying the stars and observing the star of Jesus at its rising, so it is making sense how they were able to find the baby Jesus in a manger on his birth. Then how about the shepherd? The next picture of shepherd. In the view of the first reader of the Bible, the shepherds were not the right figure for delivering the good news of the king of the Jews. That's true, there are some positive images about them. In Israel's tradition, the shepherds is related to the image of God and righteous king because they, they always feed and protect their flock. That's true. Of course, some of Israel's significant figures are also, also shepherds like Moses and David, right? However, in reality, shepherds were despised, despised by the religious people who observed the law strictly. Let's imagine their situation. They couldn't follow the ceremonial law that is about the cleanliness, like hand washings. How could they wash their hands and keep it clean while taking off the flock? It's impossible, right? Even they had a bad reputation as shiftless and dishonest people who graze their flocks on others' land. So they were considered unreliable and were not allowed to give testimony in the court, in, in the law court. Then why did the writer of the Gospel of Luke choose the shepherd as a witness of Jesus' birth? Because they were the people who had looked for Jesus, the Messiah, 
the Savior the most because they were the reason of Jesus' coming. In the Gospel of Luke, the nativity story begins with this verse. I'm going to read Luke chapter 2, verse 1. In those days, in those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone throughout the empire should be enrolled in the tax list. Let me highlight the expression of in those days. In those days, the shepherds have seen the world that is governed by fear. We already talked about it two weeks ago, right? Remember that? It was a word that was shaped by the powers that be where it was tired and hopeless. Once the shepherds may have small land holdings, but they couldn't keep it because they didn't have enough money to pay their tax. So they might have to hire themselves out to work for their own ways. So they were living in the field and guarding the flock that night. They were at the bottom of the scale of the power and privilege. Do you see what the shepherds see? It was restlessness and hopelessness. Where do you find people like these shepherds today? We can find them at the street who lost their job and shelter. We can find these people at the border who are separated from their family. It is not only about the harsh we can see, but it is also about our spiritual and emotional status that we cannot see. For sure, there are more people who feel like the shepherd, who had to stay out of community, who had to be disconnected with their people in those days. However, please remember this. The shepherds were chosen to see and witness and believe the birth of Jesus. And then they were no longer living in those days. Let's read the good news that the angel delivered to the shepherds. Let's read together. One, two, three. Let me highlight today. From today, they no longer living in the past where it's governed by fear. From today, they are not going to live the they are going to live the new life where it's filled with hope and freedom. From today, Caesar Augustus is no longer taking away their joy and peace because the true peace has come on earth. Amen? Amen? The shepherds are no longer excluded from the community because it is for all people. On earth's peace, mashes with the hope for shalom, peace with justice, universal healing. Jesus came to us not as the king of the Jews, but as a Messiah for all including us. Amen. Amen. This good news from the angel was a kind of invitation to the new possibility. The same invitation is given to us. Are you going to accept it? If the shepherd didn't respond to this invitation, 
to the new life. There would be no, there would be no change. Let us read how they respond to this invitation. It's from verse 16. When you read it, let's pretend to be like the shepherd who just received this good news from the angel. All right, can you do that? All right. You know what? If it is not enough, I'm going to let you read it one more time. <laughs> I just want to let you know. It's not a warning. Just, I'm saying. All right, ready? Let's read together. One, two, three. Let's try to have a regular combined worship at High Park. I, I like this vibe. Let's go right now to Bethel. I wish you get excited as much as I am with this phrase. Let's go right now to Bethlehem. There is no hesitation. There is no excuse. There is no saying, Pastor, next time maybe. There is no mention about who is going to take care of the flock. It just said that they left, ran, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. I hope you had the same feeling on the way to come to the church this morning. You may have a little hesitated to come and worship today because of many family duties and the works to be done or different worries and concern in your life. But you are here today to celebrate the birth of Jesus, to make this good news as your own. So I can say that you made the best choice for today because you witnessed how God's promise is fulfilled through the birth of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Do you see what the shepherds see? They saw Jesus, who is Savior, who is Lord, who is a Messiah, at the manger as they heard. Even though they were not allowed to testify at the law court, they reported what they had been told about this child. According to the passage, they testified, and all who heard were amazed. Mary treasured and pondered these words, and they returned glorifying and praising God. This is the whole procedure of being a witness, the evangelist. Are you ready to become a witness of Jesus' coming? There was a verse of Jesus in between those days and today. Until they went and witnessed it, it didn't have any power to bring the change in their lives. However, they found the child who came to the world as a love, and it changes everything. I'd like to share this song with you this morning from, from my favorite group, the many. Extravagant love, and, and let, let's listen to this song together. There is enough. There is enough. There is enough to go around. There is enough. There is enough. There is 
The nativity story is ended with this verse. The shepherds return home, not to the field, to their home, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. That night, the shepherds saw the little baby lying in a manger. This little baby didn't show them any miracle yet. However, their lives were totally changed to be filled with the praise of God. Their lives were changed because of only one reason, the coming of Jesus. The extravagant love from our God. It allowed them to dream the new possibility and lead the new life as a witness. It is true, love can change everything. Last week we heard about the side pastor search, which is reopened. There will be disappointment, frustration, worries and anxieties. This morning I pray that love that we witnessed this morning might change our disappointment to hope, frustration to excitement, Worries to our prayers for our new possibility. Amen. Amen. If you have seen and experienced this love at Urban Village Church, please do not lose it. And keep praying for the new possibility that God is preparing for us. Amen. Amen. This morning, let me invite you to think about place, person, relationship, or issue that this love is needed for the new possibility. This is my prayer. This is my message for all of you. Amen. So we also have a um, tradition where we sing um, uh, an Advent uh, song um, to light each candle. 
And so uh, if you know it, then join in, and it's pretty easy, and so you can uh, pick it up as you go, and we'll sing one for each um, candle that we're going to light. Light the One bright candle of hope, Jesus brings hope to every heart. He comes, he comes. Light the candle of peace, one bright candle of peace. Jesus brings peace to every heart. He comes, he comes. Light the candle of joy, one bright candle of joy. Jesus brings joy to every heart. He comes. Can I light this one? He comes. Light the candle of love, one bright candle of love. Jesus brings love to every heart. He comes. I'll try this again. He comes. 